listening to the Women's Online Wellness Podcast, a podcast all about your health and wellness issues that affect you every day. We want to educate, entertain, and maybe make you giggle a little along the way. No annoying statistics or jargon here, just information you can use every day to be healthier, happier, and less boring. All right, here's your host, OBGYN Dr. Ron Eaker. Hey everybody, Dr. Ron Eaker, and welcome to another edition of Women's Wellness Podcast. Okay, I gotta admit, I've had it with Dr. Oz. Not only was he festooned with a name that unconsciously bestows on him some kind of wizard-like power to mesmerize and conjure, but he was also chiseled from the same stone as countless movie stars and male models. Now, I may sound jealous. No, I never wanted to be a brain surgeon. I really don't care about being on CNN. But this guy has pushed me to my limits. No doubt he's smart. And that's just too many blessings for any mere mortal. But like his namesake character, much of his bluster and bloviation is theatrical showmanship and pulling back the curtain reveals a marketing steamroller worthy of P.T. Barnum and Oprah, a devastatingly powerful juggernaut. Now you may be wondering, why am I such a critic of America's doctor? Why not give him his hard-earned due? I mean, it's not easy doing brain surgery and finishing in time to get to makeup and rehearsal. The reason I've decided to walk the imaginary plank and jeopardize angering the hordes of Ozzyites or Otazatons is that my dear Mamet has become a mouthpiece for number one for junk science and medical myths. He tightropes across nuances of medical literature and packages it in a way that's both sensational and appealing, all the while only a wisp of a wind gust away from dropping into a freefall of deception and confusion. In other words, he sensationalizes stuff and presents it as gospel when it ain't. Again, this would be just another snake oil salesman hawking his wares, so of little consequence, but he has become almost a religious cult figure spouting medical miracles from the mountain like Moses himself. My concern is he's now quoted as a reliable and infallible source for adopting certain measures regarding your health that might be unwise or even dangerous. Every day I'm accosted with, Dr. Oz says this, or I saw it on Dr. Oz, and I have to choke back the desire to scream out. So then does that make it scripture? Because in most cases, the quote-unquote advice patients are following is totally inappropriate for their individual situation. It's a classic logical fallacy argument from authority, and it's darn hard to combat. I think mainly it makes me mad because I have to take the extra time to deconstruct whatever they've seen on the previous day's show and illustrate as best I can why the great and powerful Oz may not actually have been speaking directly to them. Alright, maybe I'm just mad because it eats into my lunchtime. But nevertheless, the fact remains that not all Ozisms are what they seem. Let me illustrate. The first red flag was learning that his wife was a Reiki master. 
For those of you who are blissfully ignorant of Reiki healing, it's one of a collection of sham medical practices that promotes healing by using quote-unquote energy fields and other imaginary techniques. Imagine someone waving their hand over you and directing your non-existent energy field to make your arthritis magically disappear and you have a good sense of what Reiki is. Folks, I'm a supporter of integrating alternative and traditional medical therapies, but this stuff is just borderline nuts. So I was a bit surprised when the great and powerful Oz touted the benefits of Reiki on his show. Of course, now knowing his association with it doesn't surprise me, but of course, that's not really brought out in the broadcast. This was the beginning of the end for his credibility quotient in my mind. Promoting Reiki as a legitimate, scientifically valid healing practice is like saying David Copperfield is a miracle worker. He went from bad to immeasurably worse by promoting the charlatan of all charlatans in the medical world, Deepak Chopra, on several of his medical episodes. This is the guy who has single-handedly equated Hindu beliefs with modern medicine and made Ayurvedic medicine as acceptable as aspirin or Exlax. What is amazing about the longevity of Chopra is that there are as many volumes debunking his new age gobbledygook as he has produced with his book a week fervor. But Dr. Oz touts him as a visionary and by giving him time on his program he legitimizes this farcical brand of healing. Another New Age quack who seems to have charmed Oz into a hypnotic state of deception is Dr. Joe Mercola. This guy makes Chopra look like Marcus Welby. This is the same visionary who supports claims that cancer is a fungus and that the cure is baking soda. Call me crazy, but stuff like that should get you 10 years in intense psychotherapy. He, to no one's surprise, is also a big proponent of homeopathy the subject of a previous essay of mine, which claims of legitimacy make me shoot blood out of my eyes. Again, having these snake oil salesmen on Oz's show gives dangerous credence to their professionally debunked beliefs. Oz, as I said earlier, is a smart guy. He tapped into the cravings of his audience for alternative medical treatments, regardless of their validity, and sacrifice legitimacy for ratings and big bucks. In this era of Obamacare, a heart surgeon like Oz will see his already substantial income take a nosedive so he has parlayed his Oprah tutelage into millions. He's paid for his show, which I have no problem with, but what he has paid is no doubt based on ratings and his partners, i.e. sponsors, many of which are directly linked to the healthcare industry, begs duality. Let's be honest here. The conflict of interest is as big as President Obama's ego. Dr. Oz has joined the Darth Vader and Bart Simpson on the dark side. And if he continues to promote his sham science, unproven treatments, and outright medical lies, he might just end up, well, possibly the next Secretary of Health and Human Services. That's all for today. As always, make healthy choices.
Thank you for listening to the Women's Online Wellness Podcast. To join the conversation, access show notes, and discover bonus content, join our private Facebook community by sending a request to Women's Online Wellness. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to hear more, just head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. For questions about the podcast or to get more information, email Dr. Eaker at R-E-A-K-E-R at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening, and until next time, choose to be healthy.